Welcome to First Draft Films. Let me try that again. From Ninja Hollywood. (laughs) Let me try that again. (laughs) Welcome to First Draft Films. From Indie to Hollywood. No, I did not just forget our podcast name that I came up with. Again. I'm Kate. I'm Brooke. And today we're going to be talking about how to find a good editor for your video or podcast or... I don't know what else you'd be editing. That's about it. Now, the obvious question might be, well, why wouldn't I just hire you guys? Which is an obvious question. You should hire us. <laughs> but we're going to explain to you why, basically. Not just us, but like what you need to look for in an editor. And There are wh- other editors out there. Mm-hmm. And why you would even want an editor in the first place. I mean, why not do it yourself? Um, editing isn't that hard if you're just, you know, taking two pieces of footage and putting them together. Anyone can clicking do that. render or export if you use other editing softwares. Okay, so Kate, can you explain for us what is an editor? What are some of the things that an editor would do? An editor assembles your footage, whether it's videos only or video plus audio. There's all kinds of different levels to it. And depending on how many cameras used, like... When we were filming the Not What We Expected trilogy, particularly the second one, that was probably the most intensive editing I've had to do as far as coordinating various different microphones because we had like three or four mics going. I can't remember. So trying to figure all that out was very interesting. And lining up all three cameras and then selecting what to do with that which honestly, the audio was the harder part because once you line up the video, then it's lined up and it's easy, at least for me. And then it's just selecting which looks best. But um, what did you write down? What does an editor do? Assembles pieces of audio and video into a final product. Enhances audio and video, removes ums and unnecessary spaces. We do that a lot in our podcast <laughs> and it helps it be more listenable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have seven minutes of nonsense. More than seven. More like 70 times seven. (laughs) Not literally. And then you added, and I don't know that I would necessarily agree with this, but adding color saturation, contrast, and other visual effects, I say that a VFX artist is a VFX artist. Mm. Not typically put under the label of an editor. And same with a colorist. Mm. Colorist and VFX artist both are like their own thing. And some projects have a specific audio editor who does all that, depending on the scope of the project. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And skill and expertise in what's needed. Yeah. Yeah. I included them because sometimes, like, not that we do crazy VFX or anything, but sometimes minimal effects are called for in certain projects. Yeah. And so I kind of threw that in there because sometimes an editor like you can just do that. I could if I remembered how. It's been two years. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. But I, I would agree, like, VFX is its own editing thing. Audio is its own editing thing video coloring it's all like its own thing but i would kind of classify it under this broad umbrella of editing that's fair or post-production almost (laughs) we kind of covered that earlier yeah so why would you need an editor 
well, there could be any number of reasons. A, you don't know how to edit. Now, what I've been telling people for years is that this is 20, well now 2023, and what with how digital everything is going, there's really no reason not to at least get a bare bones understanding of video editing and audio editing. Because, I mean, A, it's fun. B, it's useful for any kind of project, whether it be for work or anything. And three, it can look good on a resume. So that can be fun. Yeah, and there's lots of great tutorials online. Uh, well, you watch a lot of those or a few of those sometimes. Um, Specifically, if I don't know how to do something, I type, how do you do this thing in DaVinci Resolve 18? <laughs> and now I'm going to type, how do you do this thing in DaVinci Resolve Studio 18? <laughs> pretty hyped about that. Yeah, Studio looks pretty cool. Not that I know much of what it does, but I just do coloring. It just does all the things. Mm -hmm. Also... Uh, as far as editing softwares, we use DaVinci Resolve. We, As you probably know, we speak very highly of DaVinci Resolve. You can get the free version literally for free. And they won't charge you a dime unless you want to upgrade to Studio. And because we bought our camera that comes with an activation code for Studio that comes included with the camera purchase, no extra charge. So there's like no reason unless, I guess, computer limitations why you shouldn't just download DaVinci Resolve if you have nothing else and just play around with it mm -hmm. and learn to edit. Speaking so. of computer limitations, don't try and edit on a five-year-old computer. It doesn't go well. Yeah. Unless it's like maybe so like a, a super enhanced like gaming maybe, computer yeah. or something. Yeah. My five-year-old HP PC is literally falling apart at this point. It still, it still runs DaVinci Resolve pretty well. I haven't tried Studio with it, but it's not as smooth as it could be. So yeah. if you're going to be serious about editing, I would highly recommend getting yourself a good computer, something with a fast processor or whatever that technical terminology is. Yeah, I think my old laptop was pretty similar to yours. Yours might mm -hmm. be slightly newer than mine was. Just trying to edit VFX or anything on that without having like, oh, I want to watch my timeline and play through without it just being laggy AF was just eh. Yeah. One lie impossible. So if you don't know how to edit, you should learn. What if you don't want to learn? Well, and that's that's entirely valid. Some people don't exactly. have time, you know. Some people are too busy doing their thing, they're running their business and they just want like they just need this done, mm -hmm. but they don't want to learn. It's not something they're interested in. That's totally fine. Like there are plenty of people out there like us who do that and enjoy doing it and are here to help you understand like what you want, what you need and what we can do for you. Yeah. And I, I know there's there's kind of two, two schools of thought in regards to DIYing versus delegating. And I think both are valid. But so many people are like, well, why don't you just do it yourself? Well, it's not practical to expect to do every single skill and you can't do every single skill well. Some people really like doing that. They like being a jack of all trades. They like learning odd jobs and, they, and it's fun for them. But not everybody does. And for some people, it just takes up so much bandwidth. It's really not worth it. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like you have to be good at all the things. I am not good at all the things. And neither is Brooke. And that's why we work so well in business together. <laughs> We're good at like opposite things. I know. For example, she's good at talking. And so is she. She likes talking. <laughs> you do, just not as publicly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool that people can watch our podcast and it's just like yeah. us talking. Yeah. I guess. Anyway, so if you don't know how to edit or you don't want to edit, 
what are other reasons people would need an editor? Sometimes you you don't really know this one specific part. Uh, like, for example, a lot of people don't know about coloring and color grading and color correcting, and they'll just like slap a LUT on things, which that's okay. I forgive you. Uh, <laughs> but just this once. <laughs> but really, if you want that more Hollywood look, as long as you have like some decent base raw footage, you can learn a little bit of this color correcting and then it it is a million times better than a LUT. It, it gets you so much more detailed into what you actually need and not just generic warm filter, which yeah. is fine, again, for those who don't need that. But yeah, if you're really looking to level up your, your filmmaking or your video production quality in general, that is a huge step, color correcting and color grading. Yeah. Kind of similar. If, if you don't know how to edit, don't know how to do this one thing, um, it's great to just reach out to the experts, watch some videos, either learn or ask for help. Never be ashamed of that. Everyone does that. We do that all the time. Yeah. Um, there are so many things we don't know. <laughs> I'm constantly going to people like, how do I do this? And where it says like your time is better spent doing other things that only that not only ties into the jack of all trades thing. John Maxwell, who's one of the biggest like leadership speakers and authors and just the the number one leadership guru of the world is I think what they titled him. But uh, he always says that you should focus on your strengths because they are your strengths for a reason. God gave them to you. And so many people run around being like, oh, well, I'm bad at this. I need to get better at this. Well, yes, but also maybe the thing you need to focus on is this thing you're really good at and you have natural talent in so if editing is not your natural talent that's okay that's why editors exist mm. who are not you yeah <laughs> so basically if you don't want to can't whatever reason you need an editor make sure to do your research if you know someone who's using an editor for something get their recommendation that is huge in this world because you can like you can talk to someone and they can they can tell you all their accomplishments, but if you never see their edits and if they don't edit for you, you, you won't really know their skill level, especially compared to, say, another editor. Beware. There are some editors that only claim to know what they're doing. <laughs> As with so many things in life. <laughs> yeah. A good editor will have a portfolio or some kind of real... <laughs> something they can show you to prove their skill if they can't show you that be wary but also yeah. they may be new and they may just be starting out we were there at one point too even so it is good to be able to see what the editor is capable of some editors do offer a test edit sometimes it's a couple dollars sometimes it's free um, but usually that that's where you'll be able to really judge if you want them as an editor or not additionally like when you're talking to an editor, you're basically interviewing them and they're also kind of interviewing you. You really want to make sure you're a good fit with them if you're going to be like talking with them a lot, exchanging footage and contact information and just like lots of communication. Yeah, always good communication. <laughs> not saying we haven't done this because we have, but it's not useful if you're trying to hire somebody to do something for you and they're like, so what do you want? And you're like, uh, I don't know. Please figure out what you want before you waste your own time and somebody else's time with yeah. them having to play guessing games with you. And again, we have done this before yeah. and it's embarrassing. <laughs> and you don't have to be super specific. If you have even a vague notion of like, I want a 30 second Instagram ad, that already gives us direction, you know? 
or whoever your editor is. If you really like a certain style, that's great. Your editor should also bring something to you, bring some knowledge and and kind of know based on what you tell them, what direction is going to help you out the most. If you do want a 30-second Instagram ad, those tend to be bright and colorful and, and snappy if you're selling something. If you filmed a movie and you want it in a particular style, the editor ha- plays it a huge role in that mm-hmm. as far as cuts and takes and mm-hmm. the order thereof. Yeah, so so really just work with your editor, communicate your ideas, your vision, what you're wanting, and mm-hmm. they'll be able to help you out, or they should be able to help you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cost is a very valid question because experts, they typically are not cheap. Yeah. You get what you pay for is often true, but not 100% of the time true. Some editors don't charge very much, and they're great. Uh, yeah. Some editors will charge very little, but they won't put in a lot of that detailed work. They'll just kind of like squish all your stuff together and call it good. Like what we do or what Kate does is, um, you know, she'll get all the footage lined up, all the video lined up if there's video. And then she'll go through the audio and cut out those long pauses, the ums, the scratching the nose type of things and just make it look good without like compromising the content at all. I've heard some horror stories of editors who like completely like cut parts out that are important and like, yeah. (laughs) And here's the thing with podcasts. It all depends on what you want, right? Like you can just have your podcast and just be like the raw, complete unedited ums and likes and everything. Ums and likes and everything. And that, and a lot of people do that. Those are fine. Those are popular, whatever. Some people want very detailed, curated, like sort of not quite to the extent of what we do on our podcast we do it sort of a middle ground i'd say but we keep it real but we take out the annoying stuff yeah we remove the distracting elements Mm -hmm. or sometimes if we go on a bunny trail that's way too long we'll take that out but i edit for a podcast that's very detailed it's very much like stick to the point remove bunny trails and part of it often involves the reading of literature and in that case you have to be super precise if somebody messes up a sentence you go back and you 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 use the sentence they spoke correctly, like not just putting it up raw, unedited. If that's your style of podcast, the unedited kind, you don't need to hire an editor. You just throw it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that pretty much covers it. I mean, if you're looking for that high quality, detailed level of editing, expect to pay for it or learn how to do it yourself. And if you're looking for just some help, it never hurts to ask questions. Most people are generally very kind and like to help other people. Yes. It typically... You could expect between thirty and five hundred dollars to be charged for an editor. It's quite a range, but there are too many variables. In a little more detail, just the more elements you want to add, if you want to add titles and visual effects and all this stuff, that's gonna cost you more money. Also, how long the project is. If it's a feature film with multiple camera angles and all of that, that's gonna be massively a lot more <laughs> to edit than just a podcast with removing every time somebody says um or most of the times thereof and for us personally we have a set rate by the the length of the project not by how much time we spend on it mm-hmm. we we don't like gouging people no or lowballing people currently for for at least the the short while probably 2023 and maybe beyond if you have like a 30 minute chunk of something it's only between like 70 and 100 dollars or something like yep. that for video and audio yeah. yeah 
we have different rates depending on if it's just audio or if it's video and then color correction is its own price and mm-hmm. we were doing some fun stuff this past week <laughs> <laughs> lots of numbers i don't oh, so many numbers yeah yeah we chose to go that route because uh keeps it simple keeps it concise for us and for our clients there's no hidden fees there's no oh i did like five hours of work on this you owe me this much money no yeah also another thing to do as far as respecting the person you're hiring if you don't like their price find somebody else versus being like uh that's uh can you like give me like a 300 hundred dollar discount because people have bills to pay people charge the prices they do for a reason if you really want that high quality work then either go with them or find somebody who can do what you want for a different price. Yeah. Because our personal philosophy, we don't want to go around giving discounts to everybody all the time. Like, it'd be nice, but that would kind of defeat the point like, of why, the business. Why would we charge? Why would we even have a price on our website if we're not even going to abide by it? Yeah. Bottom line, don't haggle for quality. Yeah. Yeah. Go haggle at a pawn shop. <laughs> Well, this has been fun. I hope you guys learned something. This probably isn't a crazy long podcast, but that's probably a good thing, actually. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, if you're ever in the market for an editor, color corrector, what else do we do? Very, very simple VFX. I wouldn't even advertise that. No. Uh, Video production. We do a lot of video productions, music videos, commercials, advertisements type of stuff. And we shoot our own projects. Mm -hmm. And we shoot our own projects for fun, yeah. Yeah. Those are on YouTube for free at the moment. We have some exciting plans, hopefully, in the future. Maybe you don't want to put that in here. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We can tease people a little bit. (laughs) And what else do we do? We do color correction and grading services as well. That's in addition to the regular editing um, because it is kind of its own thing. We also offer makeup services, which isn't directly related to editing, but I wanted to shout that out in there. Yes. We do beauty and SFX makeup as well as like kids birthday party type stuff because got to pay the bills. But... uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, make sure you know what you want out of your editor. Make sure you're communicating. Never hesitate to ask questions. Yeah, we love we love answering questions. Question. We love answering your questions. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be an interesting thing. Do you have? <laughs> that, that's too vague. Do you have any questions about editing to put in the comments? Like, no, <laughs> I'm not. Like, what's something interesting we can ask people that will make them be like, hmm. Send us your questions about anything. Anything related to filmmaking. Brooke, that's too vague. Well, That's what I was trying to avoid. (laughs) There's only so much we can talk about editing. No, we're just going to get a bunch of joke questions from our friends. Don't send us joke questions. Please, don't waste our time. (laughs) Who knows? It might be funny. (laughs) Send us joke questions. We'll read them live on the podcast. I guess. (laughs) Uh, We do have a webpage launching very soon. If not already launched by the updated, time this comes out. Updated website. That yeah. Is. yeah. You can contact us through that. You can comment here on the YouTube video. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Um, you can reach us at almost all of those platforms. I don't recommend Facebook. It's not great. No. But Instagram and Twitter are yeah. fantastic. We are the most active on Instagram. Yeah. And we have a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget about that. Go follow us on TikTok. Yeah. We post some really fun BTS stuff. And we have some TikTok exclusive skits. That's right. Which are, you you, you should just watch them. So (laughs) those are very fun. We had a lot of fun making them. Yeah. Go follow us on TikTok, Instagram. We can probably link those down below. 
and uh, like and subscribe or do whatever you do on this platform. And thank you so much for watching. Yeah. And listening. Hasta lasagna. <laughs> <laughs>